how can we do a better job of working with uh, uh, corporations on some of these areas of new technology that's coming into the marketplace. Preparing people for a world of work that is significantly different from what a lot of our programs might be focused on. This is In the Know with ACCT, the voice of community college leaders. I'm Jacob Bray. In this episode, ACCT President and CEO Noah Brown sat down to talk with Roger Tedieski at AACC's annual convention in Dallas. Roger is the Executive Director of NC3, the National Coalition of Certification Centers. NC3 was established in 2009 to help develop industry partnerships with educational institutions in order to create industry-recognized portable certifications built on national skill standards. Hello, this is Noah Brown, ACCT President and CEO. Thank you for joining us for another one of our podcasts. I'm joined this morning uh, by Roger Tedieski, who is with NC3. Uh, and Ted, uh, Roger will tell you a little bit about that in a moment. But uh, first of all, Roger, thank you for joining me. Yeah, Noah, thank you. It's great to be here at the AACC convention and with you, and uh, it's exciting. I agree. A lot of good stuff here. and. Um, I think, uh, Roger, uh, let me set the context a bit by simply saying that we at ACCT continue to look for partners uh, and impact, and obviously among our very busy uh, and full public policy agenda is continuing to help boards understand the importance of working uh, hand in glove with businesses and employers, and really to take advantage of changes that are occurring uh, in the workplace and making sure that we're actually training and preparing people for real jobs. So having said that, uh, Roger, talk to us a little bit about uh, NC3 and uh, the work that you're doing and, and I think it'll lead us into some sort of natural uh, yeah, conversation. Absolutely. Well, you know, again, it's great to be here uh, and you and I having a little bit of chance to talk. You know, one of the great exciting things that I think about NC3 or the National Coalition of Certification Centers it was started by community colleges and their boards coming together and saying, wow, how can we work closer together and better with uh, uh, global industry partners, especially with all the, you know, some, some people call it challenges. Okay, yeah, there's always a few challenges. Yeah, there day, are a few. But there's a lot more opportunities for our communities and for our community college systems and what can happen in those communities. Whether we're in a, we're in a community like Dallas or we're in a small community in Iowa or Northern Michigan or Northern California, wherever it might be, uh, you know, those are the key pieces. So, you know, back in 2007, um, a group of our community colleges across the uh, country came together and said, how can we do a better job of working with uh, uh, corporations on some of these areas of new technology that's coming into the marketplace? And how can we do a better job of utilizing existing resources that we have at our colleges and leverage that and leverage the resources that a corporation could bring into. And then where we have gaps, then we identify those, those spending dollars and those pieces. And then we invest in those things, but at, at create that model that, that then drives that uh, nationally. And at the end of the day, helps young people in our communities or even a transitioning workforce that needs help with uh, uh, coming into, you know, back into the employment area or retraining into a new area or they have new aspiration and dreams and how do we help those pieces. So, so those were the core founding pieces of how we got NC3 started with a group of college uh, presidents uh, 
like Dr. Brian Albrecht at Gateway Technical College and Lee Lambert, uh, who's at Pima today, but he was at that time at Shoreline Community College, and several others that came together and said, how do we work with global corporations? And, and out of that, our first global corporation was with Snap-on uh, Tool Corporation. Um, and how do we create that partnership with a company like Snap-on that is involved in a lot of areas. Uh, they're involved in the transportation. I think most people recognize Snap-on related to the automotive industry, but they're also a large supplier involved with the aviation industry. Yeah, and if I might interject yeah. just for the audience, if you're not familiar with Snap-on, just about any time you bring your car to a mechanic mm -hmm. or a dealership, uh, all the tools that are generally used to uh, repair your cars are probably Snap-on tools. Mm -hmm. You might have seen their trucks yes. driving around, uh, delivering tools. But yes, I had the pleasure of touring the Snap-on factory mm -hmm. in Racine a number of years ago. And they have some amazing uh, tools and facilities for and technology, uh, and technology yes. uh, for uh, aviotics and all sorts of. Exactly. I just and much to my surprise, they have the most beautiful high-end gardening tools I've ever seen. Absolutely, and that that's the diversity of uh, these global companies like a Snap-on that are not just you know they're great uh, companies and work with our our communities across the country but they are technology developers. So they are bringing new technologies globally into the marketplace. So they're a perfect partner with their colleges to bring that technology, what is needed in the classroom and how do we engage with those instructors. Uh, and so from that uh, beginning, Noah, in 2007, it was shortly after that Ingersoll ran. Uh, again, bring, you know, like we're in this wonderful hotel in, in Dallas and another two months it's going to be a hundred some degrees here so how do you cool this place down and do it energy efficiently and, and again all the uh, opportunities for young people in these kind of jobs but it's you know it's not your father's HVAC anymore and it's, that's been gone by 30 years I know that saying's a little cliche nowadays it's old but well, it's no, still but, true you know I, I used to as a young man change the oil in my car well there's no way I could do that today. Right. I don't yeah. even know where the oil filter is. And, and, and how we recycle that oil and all those pieces that makes that much, so much more energy efficient and environmentally friendly. And so when Ingersoll Rand was bringing globally new technology around building automation system controls uh, into facilities across the uh, world, one of the first things they said is, we don't, have, we, we don't even have the workforce in a lot of cases to even install it much less maintain it and keep it updated in, in the industry. And so one of the biggest things they said is they said, we've, we've got to figure out how to partner with community colleges. And so with NC3, we began to work with them uh, and put this new uh, capstone program together. Uh, and, and kind of born out of that is where I began to work with college boards because one was, how do we help that instructor in classroom now, how do we help create these centers of excellence and those places of inspiration that we talked about a little bit about yesterday so that the community, when they walk into these community colleges, go, wow, um, I want my son or daughter to come here, or I want my grandchild to be able to come here. You know, we've had parents walk in and go, wow, I want to come here. Right. You know, right. because they want, when we talk about upskilling of the existing workforce, right? Uh, but that starts with when they walk in the door. What does that place look like? And does it is it connected to industry? And does it 
look like industry and does industry look like it's connected to it, right? And so those are some of the things that we began to, to work with in the early days of uh, NC3. And Roger, that, that's so important. I've had the privilege of going uh, to the UK just about every year. We have a sister relationship with our organization over there. And I've been able to attend the, uh, the UK Skills Show. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything like it yet in the US on that scale. But what's exciting is they have this massive exhibition and they allow young people and parents ah. to actually find out what all the colleges of, they call them colleges of further education in the UK, they're sort of like community colleges, mm -hmm. uh, to experience all the connections with the employers across the spectrum of the economy. Mm -hmm. And it's all very high end and, and you walk around this place and you see students actually doing. Wow. That's so yes. whether it's um, whether it's repairing airlines, whether it's becoming a makeup artist, whether it's the culinary arts, mm -hmm. uh, allied health, and it's all furnished by the companies mm -hmm. uh, that work uh, closely um, with those uh, colleges. Mm -hmm. um, you and I were talking the other day and you were uh, describing to me a couple of examples of some specific things you've done with colleges. Um, could I ask you maybe to mention one of those and, and talk a little bit about what specifically uh, an employer is doing with a college and, and how they're approaching that partnership? Mm -hmm. Well, there's there's several, you know, one, I'll give you, a, you know, we can touch on a couple examples here. Um, let's kind of talk about math, okay? We all know math is important uh, and it's important in a lot of levels, okay? And, we think about elementary school when the kids first are learning two plus two, right? And, and those areas, but what does that all mean? Okay, and what does that ruler really mean? And how does that relate? So one of the great companies that we work with is uh, LS Steric Company, which is a global leader uh, in, in precision measurement. Um, and they do this across the globe. And one of the things we set on with LS Steric was, is, is not only how we work at the community colleges on precision measurement, that end result that, that student goes out into the workplace and uses micrometers and all those pieces and connects with the drawings and, and tolerances. But can LS Steric bring some things that allows that math teacher to make those connections with those students to right, the greater right. broader piece? Make it relevant. Make it relevant. Whether they're going to become an engineer, uh, they're going to become an architect, or they're going to be in the, in the uh, working with the engineering side and and building things, all those opportunities. So, so that's you know one of the strong things that LS Steric brought, and they got 125, 126 years of knowledge around math. Those are awesome materials that we don't have to go recreate. Right, right. Or why should we? And right? you know, I, it makes me reflect on my days in elementary school, which I agree was back in the Stone Ages. But mm -hmm. you know, when we were learning math. Uh, it was not made relevant to anything. We were just doing it by rote, with right. no, yeah. no nexus, no connection to anything relevant. And it's probably why I'm not a good uh, math person to this day. But you know, Noah, today, just like back then when we were, we were both in that stone age, right? We asked, we used to raise our hand and say, why do we got to learn this? Okay. Why are we learn this? Because it's good for you. Because it's good for you. Or because. Right. Right. You're going to need it. But those same questions are still asked today. Yep. But now the difference is, is 
now that math teacher can say, wow, these learning the metric system and how this algebra system works, you know, whether you go into engineering or here's how it's used in building automation system controls. And we empower that math teacher in those few moments to be able to make that comment. You know, think what that does for that, for you and I, or that student out there today that goes, oh wow, you mean by learning this, I could go do this on airplanes or I could be part of building this or it's, you mean that big building down the road, I could be part of that? Because you never know what that young person's inspiring or what their aspirations are to. But when you can help them connect that and help that math teacher, that gets them stronger into the sixth grade and stronger in the seventh grade, and then that builds those pieces. So that's one with, uh, with you know, LS Starrett. I think another one that I would like to mention is, is, is Fiat Chrysler, um, which is, a, again, another large global company that it has brands from brands that we know of, of Jeep and and Ram and Chrysler and Dodge products, but they're also part of, of, uh, of the Fiat brand, of course, but Lamborghini and Maserati and, and many others that they touch globally and a lot of new technology. But one of the things that they've done in the United States is, is, is in, with NC3 is say, we should help, help educate every student that's in a transportation program. Whether they come to work for Fiat Chrysler or not is not the issue. The issue is, is if we can help them become great students and understand transportation technology, and yeah, we, we might get our own, you know, their own, what I call their own uh, fair share of, of coming in, but if we help every one of those students get a great job, whether they go to work at another dealership or they go into engineering, at the end of the day, that helps that student become part of the, uh, the aspirations and their dreams and buy a house and be part of that community raise a family and that you know what that's a good thing and, and oh, that's terribly exciting yeah and I think it's what's powerful about that is it's a reminder that companies are not just selfish exactly that they can have altruistic goals that really help everyone and lift the economy and I think that's a key thing as we go forward is is sharing this message with our trustee members out there that the investments that they're overseeing in their communities and into their programs and those things, that we are global companies that truly do care, right? And are willing to invest not just dollars in the communities, but their time and attention uh, of people to uh, come in. So, uh, so those are some two examples of yeah, many of no, our- Yeah, those are great examples. So you and I started a conversation recently, which I, I think is exciting and I think will yield some some interesting things for not only ACCT, but our boards and our colleges. And that is the extent to which we can really bring this information and these concepts to more of our boards. Mm -hmm. One of the things I worry a lot about uh, as we are stumbling into the future is the extent to which too many of our colleges are still uh, preparing people for a world of work that is significantly different from what a lot of our programs might be focused on. Um, and of course, more importantly, and we've done some work in this area with other partners, is to make sure that the colleges understand the emerging mm -hmm. labor needs in their communities and that they're preparing people for those jobs, mm -hmm. particularly in some communities because you wanna maintain your native workforce. Mm -hmm. um, it's absolutely critical, you know, in smaller, 
uh, companies uh, or smaller or markets, I should say. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And so this is very interesting to us. And so if you could just wave a magic wand, mm-hmm. not to put you on the spot, but I just did. If you could wave a magic wand and think about this work in our sector, mm-hmm. what would be the ideal uh, situation in the future uh, in terms of how our sector and companies really merge their assets and their resources uh, to ensure that we never live in a country, for example, where there's 5.3 or 5.6 million jobs that go unfilled every single year. Yeah. Um, wow. Magic wand. Well, I tell you, you know, there's some great things that uh, our trustee boards are already doing. Okay. We've got some good initial examples of this engagement. Um, you know, because couple pieces here you know you think of a company like say a Boeing right um, but you're now you're in small town USA somewhere and you, and you know Boeing is not coming to your town uh, but yet you see them developing new technology and one of the things I like to work with boards and, and as we look out in the future is, is you know so if a Boeing hires X number of people or they, there's a big or they, hey they're gonna hire 2,000 people at Boeing in whatever in whatever city the real number in there is in their supply chain. Because every one of those people that they're gonna hire in Boeing, there's probably 100, maybe 200 people through the supply chain, all the way back to small town USA. That is now, you know, before 20 years ago, they might be able to source certain things from a lot of places, okay? And they may be still doing it. But now the communication between a large company all the way to these small companies. This is so critical for these communities because they are the key link in these chains now in these small communities. Because you have great companies, but rather than just the, the pair of hands and the strong back of yesterday that used to produce things, now it's a great pair of hands guided by a good mind. So when we think about the small shop in small town USA connected to a small community college or a medium-sized community, college that has some robot those tolerance and the in the skill sets that is at that are are equally as important as it is at Boeing or Fiat Chrysler all the way through and probably even more important because those small companies are the ones that have the greatest opportunity to grow and expand as new technology because Boeing is going to look at how does their supply chain help them grow and that comes down into all these communities to do that so so with that said so now let's take a look at our community college so you know how do we engage with that instructor uh, you know I ask always trustees or I can let's take a walk through sometimes we got great buildings great opportunities but like we talked the other day sometimes we got to do a little cleanup sometimes we got to yeah. sometimes we got we are right? I've been privileged to go on to many campuses and we are certainly building rich right yep and so let's Let's engage that industry and bring them in where industry can say, yep, yeah, these are the right things, but now let's not, you don't have to invest in these things. We've got these resources. We're going to help get, now, yep, you're going to have to spend some money, but let's target it in here, you know, especially when it comes to instructor development. And sometimes, you know, how do we tell that instructor? They're great people, but now we got to get them moving to the next level, get them into some advanced level training because how they impact that. So when the students come to go through recruitment or we work at these high school pieces that we talked about earlier, 
that they walk in and they go, wow, I want to be here because this is a place of inspiration. Whether it's at 2,500, 25,000, or 100,000 campus, doesn't make any difference. When that student walks in in that local community and says, wow, I can get training here. I can work at this business and I can be part of the family and my family's here. I want to stay in this community. And that allows that business to grow. Or businesses that need to relocate to, you know, where there's uh, advantages for a workforce, okay? You know, some, some of our businesses are in communities that the workforce is so taxed because there's a lot of opportunities. They look at, maybe if I move to a smaller community, I can grow my business and these five million jobs that are open, what's utilized, what's, what's helped these communities grow. So there's, there's a lot yeah. of opportunities out there, you know, and you bring your economic development group in, you bring your businesses in, and there's a lot that starts to help drive that, that ecosystem, helps that underserved population or, you know, the, the population that uh, maybe single parent homes, you know, all those, they're all there. So how do we help grow those pieces? Yeah, that's great. And, um, you know, you mentioned innovation. I think one of our biggest challenges continues to be to educate people that the trades and the oh. career and technical fields, right? It is about inspiration, yes. not perspiration. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm so excited uh, about the work that you're doing. Yeah, I look forward to continuing to work with NC3 and, and yeah. you, Roger, as we continue to build this out as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll be visiting again in the near future in another podcast or another Look ways. forward to it, and we can yeah. expand on some of these pieces. Yeah. And maybe so, do one from one of the schools or, yeah. or have some instructors on or what you know whatever. We've got opportunities there. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm sure we'll follow that up. But yeah. again, uh, Roger, um, on behalf of ACCT, uh, mm -hmm. thank you for joining us. On this podcast. I think the audience will find this extremely interesting. Mm -hmm. And you might just uh, let people know what your website is if they want uh, to find out more about uh, NC3. You can go to just NC3, NC and the number three.net, and uh, they'll have all the information on our schools and our industry partners uh, that uh, are engaged with us and growing. Uh, we've got some new, uh, new ones that we'll be announcing this summer. So great. Yeah. So check out the website, get educated, get engaged. Again, Roger, thank you so much. I enjoyed visiting with you, and, and we'll check back in with you in the very near future. Great. Thank you, Noah, as thank well. Thank you. Thank you. In the Know with ACCT is going on tour to New York City. Come listen to us live at the 2018 ACCT Leadership Congress. We will be covering topics such as community college partnerships with high-tech corporations, the College Promise Campaign, funding models, and homelessness and food insecurity among our students. Don't miss out.